Scar. No hands. Oh, you know about that. <laughs> Shoot the captain. Shoot the captain. The yeah. other captain. Runny Dick Fawcett. Oh, God. Welcome back to Tuesday Gaming. We are Swiss Army Scorpion. Hey, Andrew. Hello. We got so much done last week, I forgot to even call on you once. I know. That happens a lot. I'm sorry. I'm over it. Okay, good. I wasn't really sorry. I wasn't really over it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, I remember a couple of weeks ago, you said that your goal uh, for the rest of the group's time at Rickety Squibs was to get some recruiting done. Yes. Um, All right. So, Manny went behind your back and assisted Devoth instead. So, okay, you know. Don't worry. You literally gain as much as if i was there all right yeah he wasn't very useful yeah so you can make a bluff diplomacy or intimidate check. and that's what it's gonna be it's gonna be bluff for retelling stories okay dc 20 you've got three days worth take it away all right. now conversely you could just get out your coin purse like a real man <laughs> and buy one helper 29 29 are you serious yes Joe went ahead and failed every recruitment check he made, so he whipped out his gold and bought an employee because (laughs) the masked employee, no, the masked intern, the masked intern. That's what it was. (laughs) So that twenty nine gets you four basic bitch recruits. Next day, that would be a twenty four. It's going to be a little little crowded on the ship all of a sudden. (laughs) You got another three recruits, and you've matched what. Devoth and Manny put together have gotten <laughs> just Devoth. <laughs> yeah, well, you helped that one time. He didn't I don't need know. it. I don't think. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Twenty six more basic oh pitch <laughs> Yo, we could actually. You guys sail away from the ghost town. Upon by the lemon. <laughs> <laughs> so lemon over here flexing on his bluff checks. Wow. Jesus. So so what? He, so thirteen more recruits come on with lemon as we're getting ready to show. <laughs> yeah, come on, guys! It's just right up here. Look, there it is. That's our boat. You're gonna love it. Hi, guys. <laughs> so what you first took to be an angry mob set to burn your boat to the ground comes approaching. It was the other pirates' battalion. It's just the other half of your crew. Manny, where were you? I, I was trying to meet up with you. Uh, I must have gotten our wires crossed. Oh, that's all right. I found a good crew. I see that. I don't think we had enough uh, pre-generated names ready for that. I can fix that. So we can like fully well, man the boat now. Get oh my god! Staffed. Not son. only can the boat be fully manned with. So yeah, not only are you guys fully manned. None of the officers need to do any grunt work, but you have more than enough crew to slap on a couple honorary officer titles, and you even have extra crew left over to operate siege engines. Uh, also, it sounds like come. somebody just secured getting quartermaster position. I was going to say, like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, Cog. How many recruits did you get? <laughs> I threw my mask in the ring, but... Good job. <laughs> your, your one hireling doesn't quite match the 13 recruits that Levin brought it's with him. It's all about quality and not quantity. Okay. Maybe. Love Everett says I've also got some quality in there. <laughs> Your one hired skill versus all 13. The, the one guy who's costing you guys money to be kept on the ship. Maybe he'll just have an accident and I'll take one of the 13. And you get all of his money. Yeah, perfect. It's like I'm paying myself to work. Or to not work. All right. Sounds like he's going to have an accident soon. <laughs> Sounds like if he sticks with me, he's sure to have an accident. Sounds like the continuation of the best right brotherhood. <laughs> all right. So wh- who are the seven that uh, joined us oh, geez, for we, me? We need to go over that right now. 
Yes, yes, we do. All right, fine. <laughs> I've got I've got the names right here, so I want to add to it, but I want to know which seven were mine. All right, so you got Talford Rudge, Icy Bonnie. Those two are predisposed to being swabs. Uh, rounding out the riggers, you've got Hutton Hornsby, a male halfling, Netta Butler, a woman, Bess Devon, a woman, Alder Titus, a man, Markham Brunts, a man, and Trumbull Kynrick. A man. I think that's eight. So it is. So remove Trumbull. He's coming on with Lemon. Okay. <laughs> All right. So coming along with Lemon, we've got Trumbull Heinrich. Kynrick. You know, like the Kynrick maneuver? Rosalie Kendall. I'm glad you decided to say the joke because I thought it too, and I then got to realize <laughs> how bad it was. <laughs> yes. I love you, Joe. You really helped me out. <laughs> You're no a good problem. litmus test. <laughs> Standish Vesh. Rosalie Kendall is a woman, and Standish Vesh is a male halfling. Uh, Margie Dayton. Who is a woman. Atwood Digby. Who is a male halfling. Got a lot of halflings. We got Floyd Seifer. Sounds like a dragon to me. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, can we figure this out later? Like, this isn't super duper important. Fine. The newly unveiled Mascador, freshly christened, just slid down the dry dock. (laughs) (laughs) What? Don't worry about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> You'll get it when you're older. Thanks. <laughs> Slid down the dry dock, and your crew makes post-haste boarding. You all take turns getting on long boats, making your way over to the ship, and in no time, everybody's on. The mascador is buzzing with activity. Mahim and Rosie Cuswell are shepherding the new recruits to cross the main deck, who are dragging duffel bags of various effects. Gifford Tibbs and Tilly Brackett are hoisting rope, preparing the sails. Shavika and Badger Medlar are climbing the main mast, one heading to the crow's nest, the other stopping in the lower rigging, and Jack Scrimshaw can be seen across the deck, admiring the Mascador's impressive horns up close. Meanwhile, Sendera is fulfilling her duties as bosun and making sure everyone is present before dishing out daily tasks, having already given Gifford Tibbs, Tilly Brackett, Shavika, and Badger Medlar theirs. Going below deck, you'll find the herd of new recruits being shown into the crew quarters, Aaron Ivy can be seen heading down to the lower hold, arms full of spare boards, nails, and tack. Crimson Cog Cogward has already staked out his favorite hammock, and between dirty looks at anyone getting too close to his spot, is hungrily eyeing everyone's stuff as they unpack. Feeks Rusk has picked a spot unlikely to get in anyone's way, up in the cramped rafters of the hold, where he seems to have set up shop, dangling vials of potions from leather straps and scribbling prices onto a wooden beam. Feeks joined the crew? Oh yeah, so uh, <laughs> let's. Uh, I like how the rest of us were just like, "Yep, yep, peaks." So, Lemon, you got how many new recruits? Thirteen. 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 So, two of those recruits are Feeks Rusk and Price Chapman. Yes, got it. So, yeah, that's pretty awesome. What are you guys? What are you guys doing? I am walking around like hot shit because I brought in such a crowd. <laughs> Lemon is very proud of this and is not hiding it at all. Good job, Lemon. <laughs> Thank you. Way to show your worth. I know. <laughs> I am here to prove my wealth. Worth. And I kind of motion at all the people who are being moved like cattle. <laughs> Masked yeah. intern! Huh? Hey! Hi! Look alive out there, huh? Oh! I'm alive! I'll take my position behind the wheel. I like the idea of being able to like survey the whole boat. Scram immediately runs down to his siege engine, so he's just like, finally, I'm here. I made it. <laughs> the one late ballista that we have on board. You have two ballistas. We have two. Yeah. Two okay. ballistae. One in the main hold, and then there's one up on the 
the Stern Castle, I think. Okay. I don't know exactly where they are. So You can put them wherever you want at this point. Scram wouldn't be able to operate both of them together, right? No. <laughs> Scram could. <laughs> All right, so uh, you guys shove off. Set sail for High Adventure. <clears throat> where to, Captain? Dig us west, Manny. We head for Blood Cove. You got it, Captain. I take the boat heading west. Cool. Question. As we leave Rickety Squibs, mm. do we pass the other pirate boat anchored? Yes. Can I make a perception check to see if I can see Gar on top of the deck? Okay. 27. You've got a really good look of the deck from your vantage point. You're up on the Stern Castle, but it doesn't look like anybody's actually on the deck. All right. Devoth, you're approached by Price. Price Chapman. He's carrying a heavy-looking wooden box. He says, um, excuse me, Captain. I have some cargo that I need to take to Blood Cove that I was hoping could be kept out of slippery hands until we get there. Is there some place I can keep this where it would be more secure? Oh, well, what is it? What are we carrying? Uh, well, they are boggard eggs. They are very fragile and very light-sensitive. Yes, uh, very well. Uh, they're not going to hatch while we're on while we're on the voyage, right? Oh, no, 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 no. No worries about that. And even if they did, they would just suffocate in the box. <laughs> <laughs> Am I there? I'm still laughing. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll take them. I'll keep them in the captain's cabin for now. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. He hands it to you. It's a little heavy, but I have a feeling uh, there's a, a strength score difference there. All right. A little while later, Croup will approach Devoth. All right. Hey, Captain. Now that we're on our way, I was uh, hoping I could get a word with uh, with you and your first mate. I think we could handle that. Hey, Sandera. Yeah. What? Me? Go take the wheel for a minute. I need to talk to Manny. <laughs> All right. She prances over to uh, to the helm. Uh, Manny, I guess the captain wants to see you. Okay. I give her the wheel and head over to the captain's quarters. Or are you on deck? I'm on deck. All right. I head over to you. What's up, captain? Uh, Croup wants a word with us. Croup. Okay. This is, uh, look, I may not be a captain or all that ambitious or fit to make important decisions at all, but I've been in the business of piracy for a long time, and I know a thing or two about the do's and don'ts, especially in the shackles. My buddy Helmet may have freed me from the drink in his own way, but Devoth, you showed me that there's still decent pirates out there. You have this old salt's loyalty, so I'll go with whatever you want to do as captain. That said, if you want to carve out a piece of the shackles for yourself, there's a right way to do it and a wrong way. Believe it or not, the shackles does have a recognized form of government, which does have a loose set of rules, some more important than others. One of the big ones is a letter of mark which you need in order to be recognized as a pirate captain by the shackles. We call them free captains. Attack a free captain without due cause, it'll come back to bite you, and making a name for yourself within the shackles before becoming a free captain is a quick way to become easy prey. Become too big too fast, you might find yourself the punchline to a shackles-wide wager to see who can sink the outsider first and take his booty. Now, the only way to get a letter of mark is from the Hurricane King himself, and he doesn't just give them out to anyone who comes knocking. And a man that rich isn't bought so easily. The easiest way to get an audience with him is to either be a big deal yourself or to get another free captain to sponsor you. And seeing as the only free captains we know personally, we either stole a ship from or dismembered their first mate. (laughs) I don't think that's the way to go. Fair enough, fair enough. Our best bet is to do it the old-fashioned way and ply the shipping lanes of the Fever Sea for a while, building up our reputation from outside the shackles. 
We can hit ports like Blood Cove to resupply and spread tales of our exploits while we're out here. Once we've got a healthy reputation, or a high enough level of some sort of measurable infamy score, we could then take ourselves to Port Peril and hope enough people have heard of us to buy our way into the game. Raiding ships and taking plunder is a good start, but every Shackles captain and their mother does that. We'd be at it for a couple of years before we made any ripples within the Shackles. Getting our hands on a big score, and I mean big, is a good way to speed it up. In the meantime, anything we can do to distinguish the stories about the Mascador from every other wannabe free captain in the Fever Sea can help boost our reputation. A good goal that comes to my mind after we get our feet wet at some actual piracy is grabbing that Tidewater Rock. Everyone in the Shackles knows about that place and call it a good luck charm for its owner. It's more of a saying than an actual belief nowadays, but we'd still get some wanted attention if we had that in our back pockets. So, that's everything I know. You can use it if you want, or disregard it if you want, I don't really care. So, whatever you want to do, Captain, I'm behind you. Question. What's the Tidewater Rock? The Tidewater Rock, Manny already knows this. It's like a like a fly speck of an island at the, like the southwest. Another island? Yeah, it's the Shackles. <laughs> it's nothing but islands. You're going to have to get used to it's it. It's an archipelago. It's like a fly speck of an island, and it's got, like, a castle built on it. And it's a good location to spot merchant ships from a distance. And the castle itself is very defensible. It's very easy to, you know, hold any goods that you get and keep them there if you need to, or just hide out for a while. Uh, It's considered a good luck charm for anyone who owns it. To be able to say, oh, I'm such and such captain, the owner of Tidewater Rock, that's... A really quick way to raise some eyebrows and actually get people to feel like... Wouldn't somebody, once we leave, just come in and be like, okay, I own it? Well, that's why we would leave like a garrison behind to defend it while we're not there. we have all those extra guys now. (laughs) And we can recruit more as we're going to. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. (laughs) Croup's never steered us wrong before, Captain. No, I'd agree. That that sounds like a fine plan. We'll head to uh, Blood Cove. We can figure out our next move from there, but I appreciate the advice, Croup. Oh, did you still need uh, an assistant of some kind? Well, from the looks of it, we got quite a quite a lot of new recruits, so if we got any extra hands, yeah, I'd sure appreciate one. Oh, of course. Why don't you uh, take the masked intern? <laughs> I assume he's the one with the mask on. Nope. He says to the captain wearing a mask. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. And the first mate wearing a mask. Wait, you guys are all wearing masks now? Yeah. <laughs> well, we have been. Yeah, we, we have been ever since you met us. Oh, this is black. It doesn't come up very often. (laughs) Yeah, it's not. I'm actually wearing the masked helmet's mask. It smells gross. (laughs) I've washed it. In sweat. I'm not that sentimental. (laughs) And that is a thing, too. Like, we've been not requiring it, but encouraging the rest of the crew to don masks as as they join up. And it makes even more sense now with the boat. Is there, like, a strict role in a type of mask? Because... Like no, like I could put like a masquerade mask on because I got yeah, one. I, <laughs> I don't think anyone's put any restrictions on masks. All I think right. it's just no. been like the generic gonna, superhero. Seeing mask. that everybody's yeah. popping masks on, I'm gonna dig through my rucksack and <laughs> pop my mask. My, uh, nice. my masquerade. I'm mask saying, I, would, I figure we've been doing like you know mask of Zorro type masks. Yeah, yeah. Mine is well, mine would be a very similar build, but just actually has a bit of a nose that comes down on. Nice, it. that's adorable. Like the old school surgeons from the plague. Not that long or menacing looking, <laughs> but yes. <laughs> so. Oh, real quick. <laughs> I just wanted to ask. We know about this uh, supposed shipwreck that we could yeah. find at Tempest K. From would I have any idea how much of like a feather in my cap that would be if I was to claim that? Like, would that be significant? I know it probably wouldn't be the same as taking like an island for myself, but mm. no. Wasn't Tempest K supposed to be like the worst part? 
of the it's near like tempest this k hurricane. is the stormiest part of the shackles yeah. and it's also inside the shackles it's basically the other side of the shackles from where you guys are you it's also heard about that. it through a crew member that heard about it through plug mm-hmm. and i don't think you guys actually really know how much the treasure is okay yeah well as just more like in general like how much prestige comes with bringing up sunken treasure it depends on the value and it depends on the Legends? the legend yeah okay the the supply and demand okay pretty much and is the fever sea south of the shackles yeah okay so speaking of tempest k and weather uh thank you for that segue so all the weather that you guys have experienced up to this point has been kind of pre-written you got like the heat waves that you hit on the wormwood you got the storm on the wormwood you got the storm on the man's promise and then the drought at rickety squibs all part of the ap going forward there's no more pre-written weather meaning you're gonna butt fuck this it's all gonna be randomized weather and that randomized weather will be modified based on your proximity to the eye of abendago the closer you get to that storm the stormier the seas you'll experience so there's a nifty random weather specific to the shackles chart that i've got here and uh, I'm not going to roll up for, like, every single day because, you know, you guys are eventually going to be like, all right, well, we're, this is our next destination. It'll take us two weeks. I'm not going to, okay, 14 random weather rolls. Um, so I'm just going to roll it for probably, like, once, maybe twice a trip, depending on you know, how, how far the trip, the trip is. is. Yeah. We'll just see what happens. There's some really shitty weather. So you guys are heading to Blood Cove. You're not going to, like, try to do any uh, piracy on your way, or are you just kind of beelining? Well, where is Blood Cove? All right, so you can see Blood Cove in the bottom 18. right corner there. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. <laughs> it's a slow game. <laughs> slow burn. Huh. Then I had us go in the wrong direction. You want I that? pull a 180 <laughs> real quick. Hold on, boys. Because <laughs> Rigged Squibs is like down here, right? Uh, or is that even farther down? A little farther north there, yeah. Like over like, in here? Yeah. Oh, like in, in this little cove? It, it doesn't really ever mark it on the map, but. Okay, but it's an. Okay. Yeah. Instead of taking us west, we should be going southeast. A terrible captain. I well, I just assumed Blood Cove was part More of the general map, not not tucked away on the continent. Rolling for weather. Rolling for weather. All right. So, not too long after you leave Rickety Squibs, does a tropical depression roll in? Tropical. I think we have Xanax. <laughs> I was the first to say he was going to butt fuck us with this. Tropical depression is a dense, humid weather front common to tropical seas. Last 2d4 hours, combining strong winds and rain, a tropical depression rarely deters the shackles' seafaring population, but can be a nuisance for those not used to rough seas. So, 2d4 hours. Doesn't seem super bad, but eight hours. there is one stormbound frequency per hour. We'll go over that in a moment. That's seven hours long. Perfect. Awesome. Yay. So, here's how hazards work. So I'm going to roll a percent die, and the pilot will roll a profession sailor check. And based on the severity of the storm, for example, tropical depression, I'm subtracting 10 from my percent dice. And then we will also subtract the pilot's profession sailor check from it. After you total all that up, you get your hazard. I'm going to take a 20. I got all the time in the world. (laughs) You don't have all the time in the world. 15. All right, so 59 minus 15, 44. You get a jammed rudder. Steering becomes extremely difficult. All profession sailor checks are made with a minus 10 penalty until the rudder is unjammed, either via a successful craft carpentry check 
or by casting warp wood or a similar spell. Make hole Sandera, <laughs> quick, go get Aaron Ivy. She runs off to get Aaron. You got like this is all happening amid like wind and rain and rough seas. And I'm gonna say a check like that takes about one hour to try to fix the rudder. Can you do something like that during a storm? Go fix the rudder. Yeah, I mean, wouldn't you then just? It seems like you would have to be able to yeah. fix things. Otherwise, what, we're just screwed. Right, but the rudder's underwater outside the ship. But it's something jammed in the rudder. It's not so much that the rudder's broken. So it's like you just got to get it out. Okay. <laughs> well, o- otherwise, Dude, a minus just, 10 penalty takes yeah, away everything uh, to my profession sailor. Just give us this. Or it just cancels out my minus 10. All right, so he rolled pretty damn good. So, Aaron, you stop the ship. Aaron goes down, fixes the rudder. You don't really make any progress for that hour, but the rudder's fixed. Okay. Next hazard. Profession next sailor. hazard? Why does it have to be next hazard? Because <laughs> there's set one hazard per hour for seven hours. Yeah. Yeah. 29. All right. I split that rock pile like fucking arrow hitting a bullseye. What rock pile? I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> He's driving over rocks. How do you do man? something badass? <laughs> driving a big old boat. Like. <laughs> you avoid any hazards for this hour. Well, I rolled 100. Right. So minus 10, that's 90. (laughs) 13. 13. So that's 77. Sprung a leak. The vessel springs a minor leak at a random location. The rudder. (laughs) Scram. Quick. We have a leak. Use your mend hole. Make hole. Mend. Whatever you do. (laughs) Fix things. Definitely mend. Don't don't make. Uh, I think it might be better to... I don't know how long this storm is going to hold up for. Uh, maybe we just get a carpenter to plug up the hole. All right, let's do this. I'm putting it in your hands to figure out the best way to take care of it, Scram. Uh, Whatever you feel is the right way doomed. to do it, I'm in we'll trust in, in you. I immediately go to Aaron Ivy. Okay. Boy's pulling his weight today. <laughs> uh, it doesn't list a DC to fix it, uh, oh. so he's just going to roll craft carpentry, and we'll see what happens. Unfortunately, uh, Aaron didn't roll too hot either. So the ship is leaking. It's not like Titanic leaking, but it's a problem that needs to be addressed again. So what was that? Hazard number four? I think so. For the meantime, I'm going to have like an extra couple of people down in the bilges to pump out the extra water. Good idea. Profession sailor? 26. It doesn't say one way or the other um, for the actual hazard mechanic. Let me just... One way or other, what? If someone can assist you or not. Oh. So I'm going to look up the actual profession skill. Profession skill also doesn't say one way or the other. I'm going to say up to two people can assist uh, with the pilot's profession check versus uh, hazards. Then I'll yeah, I'll, I'll give a hand to... off would be the most suited. Actually, scrams is probably decent, oh. too. 11. Nice. <laughs> Make it a 27 total. Slippery deck. A rush of water over the deck makes it more slippery than usual for 1d4 rounds. That's not really relevant. Uh, creatures must succeed a DC 10 acrobatics check to move safely. Failure means they fall prone. So, yakety sacks for a little bit, <laughs> uh, but nothing too bad beyond that. Can me and Aaron Ivy's continue to work on that leak? Yeah. So, yeah, so you and Aaron make another profession, or another craft check. Oh, that's the money. I rolled a 14. Okay, Aaron got a 27. Damn. Ooh. So, uh... You patch up the leak. It doesn't look pretty right now, but uh, patch it up better. You know when the ship's not rocking so much. So I think that was hazard number four. Yeah. So this will be number five. E eleven. I assist fifty-seven yeah. minus thirteen. Yes. So that's forty-four again. 
Which is a stuck rudder. Another jammed rudder. <laughs> Get back in there, Aaron. <laughs> I knew we saved him for a reason. <laughs> he jumps back in and gets a natural one oh. on his craft carpentry check. The rudder's underwater outside the ship. That's why I was like, are you... I'm not sure if you can fix that like in the middle of a storm. So what, we would just have to anchor But in... the jam isn't where the rudder is. The jam could be higher. The jam could be in the, the mechanism. Yeah. That's true. Uh, all right, so I'll... This time he can't Otherwise, it. it just becomes... Yeah. Jam yeah. rudder just means we're fucked. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, it would mean we just have to anchor up and wait out the storm then. Well, I mean, you get a minus 10. You're not immobilized. I'd rather just anchor up and wait up the storm with the way he rolls. Honestly, being anchored up is probably worse in a storm. There is a hazard that only triggers when your anchor is out. All right. Well, one way or the other, Aaron doesn't fix the rudder this time. Uh, So that was hazard number five. Here comes hazard number six. Two more to go. Okay. So I take a minus 10. Uh, I'm just not going to subtract 10 from my roll. 29. And I got double assist there. So 33. No hazard. Wow. With a stuck rudder. All right, final hazard. Did Aaron get another shot at the... He rolled a two. I assist again. Uh, For a total of 26. No hazard. Nice. Coming through (laughs) when we need it the most. (laughs) All right, so you guys are kind of fever sea drifting your way through this storm with a broken rudder. Tokyo drifting our way there. (laughs) Uh, But you make it it through your first storm. Here's another thing I want to go over. So, actually, you got the map right there with, like, the... Is there like a distance key on there? Yes. Probably looking at like 125 miles from Squibs to Blood Cove. All right. So. I mean, she's streamlined. She's Google, built for speed. Google's saying between five to eight knots was the average sailing speed for 19th, 20th century ships. And it's neither here nor there. But uh, does anyone know what a knot is? Thanks, Google. One knot is 1.15078 miles per hour. Basically the same fucking thing, right? All right. So how how far did you say it was to Blood Cove? About 125 miles, give or take. All right. So 125 miles. Average sailing speed is five to eight knots. So let's say six. So six knots. Call it a, a fourteen six, hour day. Sure, fourteen hour sailing day. So that's only. I don't think it's like a day and a half. Day and a half. No. That sounds right. Because it's about like it's like eighty four miles a day. Six times what fourteen? Is... Yeah, eighty four. All right, so that brings me to our next point. <clears throat> you, uh, you guys are going to be out on the water at night a lot. Do you, are you guys planning on setting up any sort of night watch system? Uh, is it going to be so. just generic crew doing the night watches? I would assume so. Yeah, just yeah, just generic crew doing the night watch. Like we'll set up shifts and whatnot. But if you needed a night watchman, I. I don't really do anything during the day. <laughs> no one's uh, no one's really uh, challenged that yet. You've been saying it a lot, and nobody's really we'll corrected see. you. We'll <laughs> so I'm starting well, to think it's true. It's because <laughs> things are still getting done, so there's no real noticeable downside to him right. not doing anything. That's true. Right. All right, so really quickly, Devoth, are you going to be setting any sort of curfews? I won't set curfew, but if it gets to a point, like, there will be work punishments for those that stay up to the point where they can't get up for work in the morning. Mm. So like I'm not going to set a strict curfew, but if you're if people are staying up late enough that they can't get up in the morning, then they're fucking working the buildings all day. Fair enough. Okay, so 
So we can take the rest of the travel time as downtime. If anyone had anything that they'd want to do, any interactions they want to make on the ship. I'd like to go check on what Feeks is up to, since he <coughs> kind of came along with me. Okay. Him and 13 other dudes. <laughs> <laughs> is this still the first day? Uh, uh, end of the first ish. day. Yeah. Hey, um, Feeks. Hello down there. I like your shop. You've set up well. Oh, thank you very much. Not many buyers so far. No? Do you mind? What do you got? Oh, well, I mean, uh... Let me scroll down on my Word document. He's so tech savvy. But... I've been growing our brand on Instagram. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I knew you had a head for business. Oh well, let me let me show you what I got. And he points out all the potions hanging from his leather straps. You got potions of air bubble, cure light wounds, comprehend languages, identify, mage armor, reduce person, remove fear, remove sickness, shield of faith. Touch of the Sea, Blur, Cure Moderate Wounds, Invisibility, Protection from Arrows, and Spider Climb. Okay. That's quite the selection. Yeah. Right. What is the price on Air Bubble and Invisibility? Well, I usually charge 50 gold pieces for Air Bubble and 300 for Invisibility. But for you, Lemon, I could uh, I could part with it at cost. 25 gold pieces for Air Bubble and 150 for Invisibility. So, I think I'm going to go with the air bubble because it's necessary. Oh, of course. <laughs> the invisibility because you're going to need more ingredients for your potions, I'm sure. <laughs> and what do you think about throwing in that spider climb? I think I got a fun way to get you some business. Oh, well. little shallow pocket discount for me and I can see what I can get you. Okay. Uh, we'll see what kind of work you can give me. And for now, I'll part with the whole package for about two seventy-five. That's a great deal. Thank you so much, Geeks. Anytime. Spread the word. Nobody wants to buy my fucking potions so they don't have enough gold. <laughs> We're going to help you out. <laughs> I'm going to live a little dangerously, and I've decided to employ my juggling skill, and I'm going to juggle the three bottles as I'm walking out. Try and get a crowd to follow me. Yes, I know. <laughs> I know. Okay. All right. Go for it. That's a 19. Ooh, that'll do. You juggle pretty well. All right. Come out juggling the three potions. Try to kick up a little bit of a crowd, make people look at me. You've got some people following you with your potion juggling, including Feeks. I'm going to make a show to thank him for the potions. I'm going to down the spider climb, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to head up and start working on it. But I'm going to climb it using my acrobatics check, pretending that the potion is totally helping me. Like, it's all potion and not my actual acrobatics. Okay. I would like to do an acrobatics check to try and make it look good. Or, or Probably I could a bluff, bluff check. Yeah. Could I bluff it? Because that would be better. <laughs> That's a higher number for me. <laughs> so, Spider Climb gives you a climb speed of 20 feet, So, which includes a plus 8 racial bonus on climb checks. You're trying to trick people into thinking that it's helping you climb? No, I am, I am, I think I am emphasizing how good the potion is by uh-huh. using my own actual skills. Are you trying to like monkey around, right? Like, yeah, I'm making. Just... I'm trying. I'm making a show out of how easy it is to climb now. I mean, I'll tell you right now that potion is giving you a better is making you better at climbing than your skills are yeah. employing. So you can use your bluff check to amp it up even further. Okay, that's yeah. I wasn't sure if I would do like a bluff check to amp it up, or if I would have to do like acrobatics. Okay, yeah. So <laughs> I'm gonna do a, a bluff check. Give then. me a bluff check. Okay. Hey, everybody, buy this shit. <laughs> Seventeen. It's a pretty good bluff check. Yeah. Everyone's pretty impressed by your ability to just like <laughs> climb right up the, the main mast. 
<laughs> your feet's like, you wasted it. <laughs> Where everyone's like, yay, juggling and climbing. How'd he do that? I motion to Feeks. Feeks is like, he's climbing because of the potions, and he's juggling because of innate skill. <laughs> Brought on by the potions. <laughs> uh, Lemon, you got your... Uh, you got the crowd going like, yeah, those potions. I wish I could afford one. Uh, maybe w- maybe when we hit port and we get our shares, I'll buy a potion with my with my hard-earned gold. They'll well so done. so excited well waiting done. for it. They'll be so tempted to spend even more because they'll finally have the money to buy the potions. <laughs> All works should out. Should I buy another potion or should I buy food? Potion. Potion, potion. of food. Potion of food. <laughs> potion my of favorite food. potion. <laughs> <laughs> it's just stew. <laughs> Potion of food is just stew. I oh think. Oh my god! I think I'm just gonna call stew. I'm gonna call stew from now on. <laughs> it's a food potion. Ha- a hearty potion. <laughs> Chunky, even. <laughs> All right. So, meanwhile, uh, is anyone doing anything else with their time? Uh, scram! You scribing some scrolls down there? You doing some wizard, some nerdy wizard stuff? <laughs> well. Uh, I'm gonna try to see if I can uh, convince Captain if we can get more siege uh, engines. We should get a trebuchet. <laughs> He's got the siege fever the now. Max siege, weapon. Captain. <laughs> Maximum. Siege. I mean, honestly, it's not a terrible idea with pirates. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that no. much siege capability. Yeah, Captain. Uh, we should. Uh, we should uh, look into investing. Um, a little bit more into our uh, into our offensive. Uh, I do know a thing or two about building siege engines or crafting them at the very least. Uh, if we get the parts, it'll be cheaper. Uh, to be to be fair, we kind of made uh, bittersweet frenemies with uh, a free a free captain. Uh, so I think we should look into more offensive stuff. Well, I don't disagree with that. I think. We'll worry about that when it comes to it. We don't have all that much to sell at the moment. We've got some stuff in the hold that we can sell off, but we we need to find some prey before we start worrying about upgrades, I think. But keep it in mind, and when it's time, we'll uh, we'll see what we what we can accommodate. All right. So uh, the beginning of day two, like while everyone's getting up on deck, and before we start doling out jobs and whatnot, I'll I want to address the crew. Ooh. Okay. I want to take their temperature on a couple of things. <gasps> All right, so Sendera rings the bell, calls all the crew up to the, the deck. Everybody gathers around. I look at him and I'm like, all right, guys. So, yesterday we were making some progress. We made it through that little storm, mostly intact. Yeah. Today we were thinking of putting in at uh, Blood Cove, but I've been having second thoughts. You know, this is our first trip as a crew, and I think before we've put into port, what do you all say we go uh, find something to bring back with us? Yeah! Lemon yeah! gets real excited. <laughs> yeah! Everyone's into it. All right, then. Uh, everyone, go talk to Sandera. She'll give you her jobs. Manny, to the wheel. Take aye, a, aye, Captain. Take us southwest <laughs> into the Fever Sea. Let's see what we can find. Okay, so uh, you head southwest, looking for some ships. Let's see how long you guys are out here. Prowling around. <laughs> Two weeks later. <laughs> <laughs> We're just drifting that through, was, like, what yeah. the fuck? There's a hurry. There's unrest. There's a There's mutiny, like, nothing brewing. to do. I want the captain to give me a profession sailor check. Ooh. That's a nat 20 for a total of 28. 
<laughs> it's true. <laughs> Fucking Devon. He's there when you need him the most. <laughs> Holy crap. All right. So you guys are at it for a full day. Day and night, next day. You see sails on the horizon. Oh, I'm excited. Oh, yes. It's going to take you another day to catch up. That's the the name of the game. Like that, that night, I kind of addressed the crew like, all right, we found our first bit of prey. Tomorrow we take them down. We're going to show the shackles and the fever sea that there's a new ship in town. The Mascador rides forth. Yeah, ah! Mascador. Everyone's pumped as shit. And you guys. I'm a fearful rat. <laughs> <laughs> Not a fearsome rat. You're just very afraid of things. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like reverse intimidation. They're, they're so afraid of how scared they've made me. <laughs> they are frightened of me. Like, oh, I, unlock, scary? I <laughs> unlock things in them. <laughs> you just jump over and like you're like, oh my god, I found another ship. Those guys are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, you guys. Just fucking go. <laughs> Leave the money and run. They're going to make you wear these masks. I'll help, you, I'll help them load it on. <laughs> <laughs> One hour later. I, I got some more work. crew. <laughs> All right, as you get closer... I'll let everybody make a knowledge local or profession sailor check to identify the ship. 13 on profession sailor. 20 on profession sailor. 25 on knowledge local. 6. 16. All right. Shield, Devoth, and Lemon identify this ship as the Elton Bade. It's a fishing hooker. So you've been uh, gaining on the ship for the last 24 hours. They know that you're coming. As you get closer, they start firing their crossbows at you. And it's really just like hitting the side of the ship, not really doing much. Scram. Open up the ballista. <laughs> yes, Captain. <laughs> oh. He's been waiting to hear those words oh. for the entire campaign. All right, Tom. Oh, run me through how your arcane bond works with siege engines. You can form an arcane bond with a siege engine within 30 feet of you as a standard action. You can end such a bond as a free action. You can form a bond a number of times per day equal to your intelligence modifier. You can only be bonded with one siege engine at a time. Uh, This bond allows you to aim and fire a siege engine remotely from 30 feet away. If the siege engine has enough creatures to equal a full crew without you, you can aim and fire the siege engine on the same turns that the crew loads it. Otherwise, it's X number of turns to load, X number of turns to aim, and then a standard action to fire depending on the siege engine. You must have line of sight to the siege engine as well as the square slash target you wish to aim at. Once per day within 30 feet, while you have line of effect of a bonded siege engine, you can cast any one spell from your spellbook without expending a spell slot. This spell cannot be modified with a metamagic feat and otherwise is treated as a wizard's bonus spell from his arcane bond ability. Got that? Got it. We do have uh, extra crew, so that means you could recruit a siege brigade. That's true. Now, light ballistae require a crew of one. So, with what you currently have, you'd really just need one single person to load it. Yeah. Unless you wanted to load it yourself. But why would you ever want to do that? You're an officer. This is why we have basic bitch crew members. Yeah. It takes two rounds to load it. Zero to aim. So, yeah, you can have this one crew member spending two rounds to load. And on the second round, he's loading it. You can, as a standard action, aim and fire the ballista. Yeah, every two rounds you can fire a ballista bolt. How far apart are the two ballistas? Could he have it where you could like fire one ballista, the other one's loaded and ready to go, so he can run over, fire that one. I think the way they're positioned, it would be like one is in the front, one's in the back. Gotcha. Also, he can only yeah. bond with one at a time. That's, mm-hmm. that's 
So you could have just an independent team at the other ballista. Yeah, but I think we're limited on bolts, so I only want to fire like a couple times before we hit this thing. I think you have like 10 total. So should they have a range? 120 feet. You want want to take it away, what you've been doing with the siege engine as you guys are approaching it? uh, I would like to uh, set it up with uh, Acid Splash. Give it a little bit of extra. Okay. That's a separate ability that I didn't go over. I'll go over it. Thank you. Another thing the Siege uh, siege Mage can do. As a full round action, you can imbue a bonded Siege Engine's loaded ammunition with a spell that has a casting time of one standard action or less and fire the bonded Siege Engine. So full round action, you're casting a spell and firing uh, the Siege Engine. The imbued spell uses the siege, siege Engine's range and treats where the ammunition lands as the spell's target or as the epicenter of its area of effect even if the spell normally could only be centered on the caster, like uh, anti-magic field. That or, is cool. Or, uh, yeah, or like obscuring mist or something. So also blind cool. And all. Uh, only spells that require attack rolls or or that manifest as a burst, emanation, or spread can be used this ability. If the siege engine uses indirect fire, only one creature can be affected by the imbued spell if the spell requires an attack roll. So, like, bombards attack an area instead of, like, one single creature. So, if... You're throwing on, like, Shocking Grasp. Only one person in that area is getting the Shocking Grasp. If the spell requires an attack roll, it automatically hits if the ammunition does. If the spell requires a saving throw, any affected targets must save as normal. Spells that manifest as multiple effects, such as Scorching Ray from multiple rays, can only benefit from one such effect. Such a spell takes up a spell slot one level higher than it normally does, and must be prepared as such. A spell prepared in this way can only be used on a bonded siege engine. So I take it since you guys have been hunting for ships, uh, you've been preparing your spells accordingly. Uh, so your acid splash would need to be prepared as a first level spell. Oh, shoot. Nope, I did not do that. But I do have flaming sphere. So the first bolt, I'm not going to attach a first level spell to. Okay. So what's the range? You're within range. Okay. Roll the dice. Twelve. So the crossbow bolt careens over the Elton Bade, missing the ship completely. Oh. Alright, so the ballista bolt misses. It was your first ever siege engine attack. And you blew attempt. it. <laughs> you <laughs> fucked and it up. It was a little start. For especially Tom. <laughs> the Elton Bade continues to try to escape you, but you got the bigger ship, you got the bigger sails, you overtake her. You become within range to board the ship. Who's boarding? I cast oh, Mage Armor oh, beforehand. Yeah. Oh, good job, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hit myself with uh, my Wand of Mirror Image. Ooh, okay. And I'll be the first across. Is that rounds per level or minutes per level? One minute per level. And it's a second level spell, so three minutes. And that gives me three images. Okay. Actually, I would say I'm not going to be the first one across because I got to do my rallying cry to get the crew going first. Good point. Before you all jump across, everyone roll initiative. All right, Scram, initiative. Six. Shield. Eleven. Devoth. Twelve. Lemon. Fifteen. Manny. <laughs> Ten. What's your modifier? Six. Oh, that's a roll off. Ooh. Ooh. Do I get to add anything or straight 20? Just 20. 17. That's you. Ooh. Beat him out for second to last. <laughs> Before you guys close, Devoth does mirror image, Scram casts mage armor, and then you're all ready to board. Who's boarding first? Lemon, it's your turn. 
I'm going to wait till someone else is boarded. Good I, so my plan is to wait till some of the crowd has gone in and then use the commotion so that I can stealth in mm. and start doing my work. Okay. Picking off stragglers who don't notice me. All right. Devoth, you're next. So I will wait. All right. I am going to start my uh, inspired rage. All right, guys. This is our chance. Let's show them what the Mascador can do. Okay. Everyone's pumped. And it's <laughs> charge. I'll be right behind you. <laughs> uh, helmet. <laughs> Damn it. Shield. <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> he's, he let wrote, it go. He wrote he's down dead, helmet, right? Too. He's changing what he wrote. <laughs> See, I had, I had mask written down. I have mask and man right over each other. And I was like, okay, it's Manny's turn. And you're like, and Joe's like, wait, whose turn? And I was like, oh shit. And I was like, oh, and I wrote the wrong one, even though I didn't. So I erased mask, mask and I wrote mask. helmet. So now shield is written. We're all fine. Everybody continue with the combat. Until next week. Until next week. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Shield, so, go. Yes. Uh, after hearing Devoth's rallying cry, I'm going to uh, look over at intern and say, Well, you heard the man. Get in there. I wait to see if he'll go on his own. If he goes on his own, I'll be right after him. If he doesn't, I have a plan B of... Grabbing a rope and then just kind of uh, Robin Hooding him. him with me. <laughs> okay. Now, he's the cook's assistant, allegedly. Yeah. So, would you have called him up from the kitchens preemptively? Oh, yeah. He's my intern, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. That okay. dude's fighting. He does everything with me, including my work. Okay. And my fighting. Time to so stop working. He's the cook's assistant and doing your work for you? Well, yeah, I'm the cook's assistant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's true. He's not doing anything else. I hope by the end of the campaign, we can really nail down exactly what Joe's character does. <laughs> yeah. Nobody on the show. knows. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so you called him up preemptively. Oh, yeah. He's just standing there, uh, and you say... All right, what are you waiting for? Get over there. Yep. <laughs> like, well, okay. Here I go. And he jumps over. Awesome. I jump right after him. Okay. But I want him to make the feeling of, like, you know, he might die at any moment. So he has to trust me. Okay. Uh, so you hop on over, and you guys will be flat-footed for one round. Okay, sweet. We'll try to make this a more fluid combat since uh, we're running out of time. Uh, so I won't bother, like, writing anything up. Uh, basically you've got, uh, the other, it's a much smaller ship. Mm-hmm. So you get over there and there's like one well-armed soldier mm-hmm. and he looks like he was like the only person hired to protect the ship. Oh, he's you then trouble. have, uh, like you have like a bunch of sailors, like, like a lot of them have like crossbows and they're like, just kind of like shaking, like ready to defend the ship, but they're not really sure what's going to happen. Uh, mm-hmm. so that's what you see. Sweet. They know what's going to happen. They're going to die. Manny. Do I see the captain of the ship? There's a sailor at the helm. They don't look like they're the captain. Okay, but the guy who's steering? Yeah. He's your counterpart. The man with the wheel. Mm. (laughs) I'm going to take a shot at him. And I'm going to use deadly aim. 17 to hit. That hits. And 6 damage. I think you add more now. At 4th level, your deadly aim should be minus 2 to hit and plus 4 to damage. Did you deadly aim? I did say deadly aim. It's plus four to damage? Yeah. yeah. So it would be a 16 to hit and two more damage. Okay. So. Eight damage. I don't want to chip you out of damage. Me, Listen. <laughs> oh, did he just die? He didn't die. But he just got 
shot while steering the ship. Ooh. All right. The well-armed sailor in front of Helmet's going to charge. Yeah, okay. So, he's got a, a boarding pike oh, in his shit. hands. Oh, and he's hold on. I wasn't done with my turn there. Real quick. I'm going to use my move action to jump over and then reload with an alchemical cartridge. Okay. And then you're flat-footed. All right, so he's got like a, a pike and he's running at you with it. And he thrusts with a nine to hit. Okay, I block that easy peasy. <laughs> you do. I actually, I'm talking, coaching the masked intern yeah. while I'm deflecting his <laughs> shot. Okay. Like, now see, this asshole's coming at me with a pike. That's nothing. Block. <laughs> All right. That's teaching, just describing exactly what's going on. Yeah, basically, like, you know, before it happens, I'm saying, like, oh, this like, is happening, and yeah. this is what I'm going to do about in it. In this situation, you raise this shield to block and come in with the other shield to punch him in the face. Yeah, pretty As much. you know, you will always only have two shields. <laughs> He doesn't have any shields. I'm not even sure if my intern's armed. <laughs> he has, like, he has, He's just like, wearing his street clothes. Still got the apron on and everything. I didn't give him anything. Leather. Leather apron. Oh, okay. A couple sailors are going to ching. They're going to shoot their crossbows at the masked shield. Yeah, that's a uh, six to hit. And an 18 to hit. And it's against my... Flat-footed. You're flat-footed, I see. Flat-footed. Yeah. That hits. Ooh. So in the middle of saying, (laughs) now see, you try to hit a man with two shields and bing, and it just never (laughs) 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 You take one point of damage. Oh, nice. Pro bluff to really ham up. You just... (laughs) I'm not gonna make it. (laughs) We're all gonna die. (laughs) Never mind everything I just told you. <laughs> Lay down everything. Flee, flee, come and help Avenge me. <laughs> no, that's not what happens. Just kind of get a little nicked along the shoulder. Oh, avenge me. Very powerful. Fall off the ship. <laughs> he just leaps overboard. <laughs> if anyone's going overboard, it's the intern. Scram. Scram's going to do a little bit of a fun one here. Love me some fun ones. He is going to put in paranoia to the well-armed man. Ooh, what does that do? So, paranoia. Will negates. The target believes everyone it sees is an enemy. The target... (laughs) (laughs) So it's going to think exactly what it's thinking? The target becomes hostile to all creatures, treating all creatures as enemies and only itself as an ally. The target must attempt attack of opportunity whenever any creature provokes them. Finally, whenever the target is adjacent to two or more creatures, uh, its paranoia overwhelms it, and it takes a minus two penalty on attack rolls. Weapon damage rolls, ability checks, uh, skill checks, and saving throws. That's a pretty awesome spell. All right, so he's got to make a will save. Yep. Does a heroic eight save? (laughs) No. All right, he is now paranoid and also adjacent to two hostile creatures. Spicy. And uh, as a free action, <laughs> push him back towards the crossbowman. <laughs> Will do! All right, that is a good round for Scram. Back to Lemon. I would like to attempt for a sneaky attack on that guard. Can I get the drop on him? Uh, have you boarded yet? No. You can board and then position yourself as a full round action for a sneak attack. Um, and you'll also be flat-footed for the first round after you board. But what if I while jumping was aiming for him with my dagger. 
Okay, you can board and attack him. You're not going to get a sneak attack on him, though. Then I'll just board normally. So are you going to board and then position yourself? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Lemon hops on board and uh, is now flanking with uh, Mast Shield. Devoth. I would like to leap onto the other ship and take a shot at the armored guy with my newly minted chip. All right, do it. Bring the axe down on this guy's forehead. With new chip? With new chip. Uh, power attack, of course. Of course. That is an 18 to hit. That hits. For 14 damage. That sailor's looking pretty hurt. Shield, you're up. All right, and I uh, continue to coach the intern. Um, of course. By striking this time instead of just blocking. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll double attack with my shields from uh, the flanking position. And uh, yeah, I'm going to totally pop off on these dudes. That's a 24. Nice. That's also a 24. Oh. All right. You hit with two shields. That one is going to do nine and 11. God. 20 damage. <laughs> Mass shield. Is that possible? Did I do that right? Yeah. Is yeah. that possible? <laughs> Holy shit. I haven't been hitting with two weapons. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. So Devoth comes leaping over and takes a, a chunk out of this guy with his, uh, with his axe, with Chip. And, and now, then, what you want to do when someone gets hit with Chip is you want to... <laughs> yeah, so you just fucking Captain America the shit out of this guy. Yeah. And final shield strike just goes right in his throat. Yes. And he falls down, not breathing. Perfect. And then I look back at the intern and I say, you try. After the guy just collapses from a chop and a throat bash. And I'm like, if you don't want the same, lay down your arms now. Manny, it's your turn. I'm going to try and hit the first guy that I shot again. Okay. The pilot? Yep. And All right. we'll deadly aim it again. We'll do a rinse and repeat. Natural 20. Oh, so no. we'll roll to confirm. We've seen this before. Negative uh, levels. Negative levels. Unnatural 20 to confirm. Oh my god, that confirms. <laughs> Do we even need to use the crit card? Crit card. The crowd oh, Can you just roll that one last time? <laughs> that rolled a kill? No. no. It was an unnatural. 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 Oh, unnatural. oh, I thought. Trust me, if it was another 20, I would have already been rolling the kill. <laughs> so. <laughs> he gets to pick either piercing or bludgeoning, right? Yep. Your options are, for bludgeoning, there's surprise opening, double damage, which is times four in this case, and one free attack against the target with a minus five penalty. What? Or piercing is tongue piercing. Normal damage, so times three, and one con damage. Target gains 50% spell failure chance for verbal spells until healed. So wait, what was the first option? Was surprise opening and I get an extra attack? You, yeah, you basically so, crit and then you can attack again at a minus five penalty. I'm definitely taking that. Do you even want me to roll the damage? Because I know cinematically how I want to do this kill. Go, Yeah, no, go for it. He's going to blow okay. off one hand, then so. the other. <laughs> <laughs> nope. This guy, this guy had three hit points left. That's why I was like, "Do you really want me to roll the damage?" No. <laughs> so as Shield made that final strike, I'm gonna shoot through the two opening holes in his one shield, one shot through each one to finish this guy off. <laughs> through the mask, like holes. as he's swinging and kills that guy, you're just gonna go boom, boom <laughs> through his holes to finish the guy steering behind him. Oh my god! All right, <laughs> we'll say that lunacy happens. <laughs> Uh, so, to recap, Devoth comes leaping over, axe swing, mast shield, finishes off, like, the one trained guard on the ship. At the same time, Manny just pop, pop, 
takes out the pilot, Devoth says, just give up. <laughs> and it's it's the sailors' turns, and uh, they drop their crossbows. They just drop to their knees. There's like, fucking, you win. <laughs> <laughs> All of our fish are downstairs. <laughs> we really like fish. If only we had is a there a captain's system. quarters? Oh, there sure is. I'm going to go check that out. Yeah. I'm going to go give that a jail. I would be making uh, my way there, right. too. The captain's quarters are locked. I'm going to go ahead and try to unlock that. All right. 24. You unlock it, and you see a a stout male dwarf just kind of, yeah, he, he's like quivering from head to foot, uh, like kind of like behind his like bed hammock. Devoth, I got a coward for you. Oh, goody. He uh, he he tentatively steps steps from around the the hammock. I give him a sharp push. Oh, a little bit of knife to push him along oh. faster. Congratulations, you took over a fishing ship. I push a little harder with a knife. Oh, <laughs> he uh, he steps outside of the captain's quarters. I bring him outside and go. Uh, so, captain, uh, who's your first mate around here? He, the he looks. He looks <laughs> over to the the helm and he says, "Well." He, he used to be standing there, and now I guess he's laying there. All right, well, uh, who's your second mate? Devoth's just being a dick. Third <laughs> 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 mate. <laughs> Says, I don't have a second mate. I'm a fishing ship. All right. Then who's the most experienced fisher you've got? Doesn't have to be a name. Just point a guy out. He, point, he points to, to sailor number four. Okay. I motion for him to come on over. Walks Boy. forward. I kind of like grab the captain by the scruff of the neck. Look at the sailor that just came over and is like, congrats, you just got the promotion. And I throw the captain overboard. Oh, oh damn. <laughs> That's how you build lore, motherfucker. I'd like to walk up and shake, shake the uh, fisherman's hand and go, congratulations. I'm very, I'm very proud of your work. I'm going to give him a nice, big, mousy smile. Very good job. Devoth in the welcome wagon. <laughs> well, okay, goddamn. Uh, <laughs> I'm not the fan of cowards. Apparently not. <laughs> All right, so he he's just happy that he's not in the water. All the other sailors are not really sure what's going to happen to them. Uh, they're just like stock sail. There's like another dozen sailors mm-hmm. on the deck of this ship. I'm gonna start stalking the crowd of the sailors. I'll have I'll tell uh, Hey Manny, go see if that guy had anything of use in his in the quarters. Yes, and sir. And just direct a few other people. Like head on down to the main hold and see if they've got anything other than fish. I mean, we'll take the fish too, but I want to see if they've got anything else. <laughs> Reception 22 whenever you want it. Do you want me to go treasure hunting or do you want me to... Yeah. What do you want me to do? Do your thing, Quartermaster. I'm going to go walking around. (laughs) There's really not a whole lot on this boat. Uh, You find about 380 gold worth of freshly caught fish. Any of these fine fishermen look like they might want to become pirates? (laughs) (laughs) What's left for you on this boat? Yeah. I mean, what else do you got? I think they'll all come. Uh, you're free to make a recruitment check. I would totally like to try it. <laughs> While I'm walking around and stalking, I'm going to see if I can get some people to I've join I've said us. it before and I'll say it again. <laughs> Admiral Devoth has a better ring to it. 17. Unfortunately, that doesn't recruit. That's oh. okay. We can easily tell stories and <laughs> just force them to sit down and listen to our heroics. I mean, they're all very attentively listening. They just uh, don't yeah. want to I don't join. think That's anything fine. we can say will get the point across more than what we just did. All right, so... You throw the captain overboard. I mean, he kind of like is like climbing back up. Uh, like you haven't killed him. Was that your goal? If I actually see him come back on deck, mm-hmm. I'll kick him off again. 
<laughs> and if that doesn't give him the message, I'll chop him in half if he comes back up again. Okay. <laughs> like, he comes back up on the deck and he's like, harumph. Like, like, <laughs> like getting the, the water out of his clothes and like straightening out his clothes and like just kind of looking around very upset. As soon as I see that, I'm going to nudge my mast intern and say, you're going to want to watch this one. Along comes Devoth. <laughs> Just like 300 Spartan kick him right off the side of the boat again. Oh! <laughs> Splash! Meanwhile, uh, Scram, what? You said you were up was, to something? Yeah, I was gonna go look around in the in their general quarters, see if they have anything uh, personal, but you already kind of yeah, yeah. put a damper in that. <laughs> Maybe future ships will have some hidden uh, hidden shinies, but... Uh... No, no gold on the men? This is our training ship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The sailors don't really have more than, like, some copper pieces on them. It all adds up. <laughs> oh, jeez. Give me your lunch money, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can certainly uh, snag some crossbows. They're like 35 gold each. I start gathering crossbows and <laughs> handing them to stronger, full-sized people. That's a good quartermaster right stronger, there. full-sized people. He doesn't see things. He just sees dollar signs. Yeah. All right. You get a total of four crossbows. Light crossbows. Well done, sir. Sweet. The intern would take one. I yeah. hand each of them a one gold piece. This is for your troubles. Oh, hold, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Tom, you're handing a, you're <laughs> paying handing gold the guys piece just to the yeah. sailors? Yeah. Wait, they're like, spread our story. <laughs> I think they were going to do that anyway. Worst pirate ever. Am I allowed to... Can I, <laughs> I kick him overboard. Does that work? It's not the first time I've been thrown overboard. I mean, Devoth did it. I, I'm, just, I'm just going by the plan that's already I think been I've laid been out. kicked overboard by Sindera. <laughs> at least by... Uh, oh, right. wait, that... Uh, Devoth did three overboard, too. Did he? Yeah, because I think Sandera did it the first time. Didn't he climb up again and say something stupid <laughs> right away and Devoth smacked him over? Yeah, that no. sounds like Scram. <laughs> it also sounds like Devoth. I could be wrong, but... Uh, that's a good point. The uh, Take the armor off the guy. Yeah, the on the like the armed guard, you find a potion of Cure Light Wounds. Hmm. That could have came in handy. Uh, masterwork studded leather. Light crossbow with ten bolts. Does that make it the fourth light crossbow? Yes. Because I gave one of the f- original four to him. Yeah, the so four. Three, and now I have a fourth? Yes. Okay. Four. Actually, thematically, I'll give his crossbow to the intern. All right. Because I just, mur- you know, I landed the killing blow, and then I'll just be like, and look, here you go. Now you have a weapon. Okay. Instead of one of the other ones. Does he want the pike? He's okay. just an intern. Sweet. He's like, I want the pike. Oh, no, I guess I don't. <laughs> I don't know how to use this thing. You're lucky he gave you the crossbow. <laughs> uh, and you've got the boarding pike, a short sword, a grappling hook. And 50 feet of rope. Ooh. So, there you have it. Your first ship properly plundered. What did I find in the captain's quarters? Dick. Nothing? You found dick. <laughs> yeah, well then, I made a fucking mess in there. I broke yeah. whatever tables, chairs. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> you know what you did find? You found a fifth level. Everyone gets a fifth oh! level. Everyone levels up. We'll see you next week. See ya! See ya! See ya! It's in your court now. You figure out the joke. I just said it. The onus is on you, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs>